Hot Takes Your Toast brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. At Jerry Seiner Cadillac, you can shop your way and get a piece of luxury you deserve. Stop by and test drive one today. All right, it's time for the question of the day. We got a two-parter. Obviously, Jazz and Suns, massive game tonight. We've also got NFL draft to start with, to talk about. We'll get to draft uh, in the next segment. Let's start with the Utah Jazz right now. First place is on the line when our Jazz meet the Suns. How much do you care? Now, PK, you posted this. And you went with our Jazz, but you didn't go with your Suns or my sister's Suns. I did not, know. Ah, a little disappointed by that. Your ability to stir the pot, though. I shouldn't question it. You're I have a been master. a Suns fan from time to time. I will. I don't have any problem admitting that. I've always rooted for players rather than teams. I think I've made that abundantly clear. And so when they had uh, that, well, when I was living and working in California and they got uh, KJ and Tom Chambers and Hornacek and they upset the Lakers, you would have thought I was the biggest Suns fan. But, I mean, that's my personality, just to rub it into those guys because everybody I worked with, Laker fans, as you can imagine, that was in their heyday, right? So that was fun. And then I liked the Barkley time. Uh, I got I got no tie to Arizona, but I've I've enjoyed watching Suns basketball. They've had entertain, entertaining teams over the years. There's no doubt yeah. about that, and they've had big personalities. And you absolutely and have they, a tie me, you. Idiot. Well, now I do, but I didn't when I was rooting for them. <laughs> well, that's not what you said. You you spoke in the present tense. My bad. Learn your freaking grammar, you My idiot. My grammarian skills are somewhat <laughs> above average and mediocreish. So enjoy them. So here's the question. How much do you care about the one seed? That's really what it boils down to. It is, absolutely, All the yes. pronouns aside to stir it up and get people to laugh or whatever. Uh, how much do you care about the one seed? And Brad says, it's extremely important, exclamation point, the Jazz, all caps on Jazz, can really use home court throughout the playoffs, exclamation point. While I can't get nearly as worked up about this as he can, I don't think you can underestimate the importance of home court. Early in the year, the Jazz looked like a really good road team. They haven't looked that good as a road team lately, and they have remained a very good home team. So anything to do that gives you more home games and gives you home games earlier in a series, so you're out in front and putting the pressure on those guys, Assuming you win your home games, assuming. Uh, okay, that's a bonus. You know they're twenty six and four at home. They're nineteenth and thirteen on the road. That's not an unusual distribution. You know to be really good at home and you know above five hundred on the road for a playoff team. So yeah, more home games. I I get that. Um, but the exclamation points and and the passion for it I just have a hard time buying off on that. Tanner Tanner goes the other way. Honestly, the two seed favors the Jazz assuming three through eight hold their seeds. But the one seed's all about pride. And I'm 90% of the way there with you, Tanner. The one seed is all about pride. The two seed favors the Jazz, assuming three through eight hold their seeds. Well, that's kind of empty because I don't assume they're going to hold their seeds. It's too close between three and four. Right now it's a half game. And it's too close between five and six. So I don't see how you can predict which side of the bracket you want to be on when you don't know which side of the bracket the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Mavericks are going to be on. That seems like a fool's errand. seems impossible to predict now. I think all things being equal, the number one seed was important, but the dynamics of the situation have changed dramatically. And it was, uh, what, two weeks ago today, when uh, Donovan Mitchell, it was that day game, right? That, mm-hmm. that weird Friday afternoon game. 
And so he, when he went down and had to be helped off the floor, everything changed, changed dramatically. And uh, Conley continues to feel some tightness in his hammy. He's a very important piece to any team. And obviously he's on this team, so he's a very important piece to this team. So none of that stuff that was important at this time two weeks ago, and still is important, but it's not nearly as important as the health of the players. That's now what's most important. You have to factor that in. I was talking with Austin Horton yesterday. He was filling in, and, and uh, so he had me on. You know, the, I like to say, people say, well, the Jazz got the record, the number one, because they had the most health. Okay, that's true to an extent. And what you're saying is obviously the Clippers, they don't seem to be intent on playing their guys, particularly Leonard, uh, a whole lot. And obviously Davis missed 30 games. LeBron, I think LeBron is coming back very, very soon. Uh, and he's been out a good while. Okay, that's true that they didn't win games because of their health situation. But you won games not because of the health situation of the Lakers and Clippers, but because you're a really good team, because you're not playing them 25 times. You're, you're only playing them t- together. You're playing them like six times, right? So you're not winning. You're not getting this great record because the other teams were injured. They're not getting the better record because they were injured. But it has little to do with your record, right? So the point I'm making is you've established a great record because you are a really good team. Doesn't matter what happened over here because you don't play them that much. It's not like baseball. You're playing these guys 18, 19 times in your division, conference, whatever it might be. They don't have conferences in baseball, but you get the point. So you have this great team. So what I'm saying is make the point I'm making is you already know you're a great team when healthy. So now you have to make sure in this remaining time of basically three plus weeks, four weeks before you start the playoff, that you get healthy. And if that means you lose a seat or two, well, that's the price you're going to have to pay. And then when the playoffs start, you can say to yourselves very easily, without stretch, when we had our guys, we were kicking butt in this league. And now we have our guys again. Yes, these other guys have their guys too, and they can say it too, but you can say it just as well. We've got our guys, and when we had our guys, we were really good. That's the utmost number one importance and the highest priority. So what the dynamics of this number one seed in the span of two weeks with injuries has for the Jazz has, tra- has changed dramatically. That's all true, and the one thing, not two, PK, not two things, not a couple. The one thing I would add to it is that every one of these teams can sit in the locker room, whether it's executive, coaches, players, all of them together – and say, if we're healthy, we got a chance to do this. If we're not, yeah, we're yeah. done real quick. And Possibly, that's true. Yeah. If you're not healthy, you're going to get knocked out pretty quick. The West is too deep. Somebody's going to be healthy. And if you're not, and they are, regardless of who, who you and they are, you're in trouble. If the Lakers are hurt and the Jazz are healthy, the Lakers are in trouble. But if the Jazz are hurt and the Lakers are healthy, the Jazz are in trouble, and you can run through every combination. I, I love what the Nuggets are doing right now. I'm really impressed they're 8-1 and one without Murray, but I got my doubts how far they're going in the playoffs. It's, I think it's going to show up. 
Well, you're playing much better competition at that point. And even in the first round, you're playing decent competition, most likely. Certainly in the second round, we all agree on that, that you're right. And I can't speak to what the East is. I don't pay a whole lot of attention there. But the West, I I obviously obsess over it. And once you get in that second round, so yeah, losing a, uh, you know, I could say a star player, maybe not a super elite player, but Murray's a star on that team. And and him being out and Barton being out, that's going to impact that team, no question about it. I wouldn't throw in the towel, though, on anybody uh, on a singular injury, like for tonight. I'm not throwing in a towel. I realize it's going to be much more difficult to win without those two. You're starting backcourt, two all-stars, very good players, blah, blah, blah. But you can still have other guys. Kevin Porter Jr. can go off for 50. I mean, who's to say these other guys that the Jazz have? Because they've got shooters. Clarkson can go for 35. He could. You never know with him. Yeah, if, yeah, if, if any absolutely. of these guys look at Niang getting locked in, and I think that most of the year people would have said he's the ninth guy in the rotation, but he got locked in in Minnesota, and he changed the game in a heartbeat. Could could have been and the he's reason been they won. Very very well. I know you can see it in his confidence. I'm a big body language guy, and you can see it out on the floor, and it's very easy to see in basketball because it's condensed. They don't have on equipment that. Uh, obscures them and whatnot and you could you, you could you could literally see something that's impossible to see so maybe literally isn't the right word but you can see niang exuding confidence now that he didn't have and he's become a, a productive nba player and in the limited opportunity beyond the regular minutes that he gets he's done very well so there's been times where he started or receives more minutes because of the situations with injuries. And in those situations, he's done well. And so he's done well overall, but he doesn't get as many minutes when everybody's together, right? So step him up on the basically the, the hierarchy, the ladder of playing time, and he's done well. So that's why I give this team a chance. And then when, you, when you're dealing with basketball, too, you know, shooting, a booker can go 5 for 20, Uh you know, he doesn't do it a lot. He's a very good player or whatever. Anything can happen here. Somebody can get in foul trouble. So it's not an impossible task as far as that goes. And from the Jazz perspective, there's no reason why you're not playing super loose. I mean, you're not expected to win. You've got the two critical components, two all-stars who aren't playing. You take two all-stars off any team. They're not going to be as good. That's obvious as could possibly be so there's no reason why this jazz team doesn't come in and is totally loose and just playing and trying to have fun and you know and and you still have gobert who is a dominant force there and i think they got a shot to win but i'm not going to go crazy if they don't because the most important thing now is to secure health that has overtaken anything really in my mind anything relative to the standings at this point i can't say that i don't care completely because a drop in the standings can make the task more difficult i understand all that but so be it and not at the expense of health yeah, I don't know how much more difficult it's going to make it 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 certainly could make it more difficult i can't argue that um but you know you when you drop from one to two, I don't know what it's going to do to the pairings because these other races for you know between the third and fourth teams and the fifth and sixth teams are close. So I can't tell you what it's going to do for pairings. 
I think it'll be difficult regardless of who they're playing. And I don't know that the home court's going to matter with the Suns because I'm certainly not going to guarantee you that the Jazz and the Suns meet in the Western Conference Finals. The only thing I'll guarantee you is if the Jazz and the Suns do meet in the Western Conference Finals, I want to know who's taking down the Lakers and who's taking down the Clippers and how entertained have I been by the last month of basketball. Well, one would take down one, and then one would take down the other. You would think, right. Each, unless there was a 3-6. Or the, do the Nuggets take somebody out in the first round and then lose in the second? You know, I don't know. I just think I would be wildly entertained by whatever happened in the Western Conference playoffs leading up to a Jazz Suns Conference Final. Nothing is worth sacrificing health. And what's the difference, man? If, you, if you're obsessed with the standings, then that tells me you don't really believe in the talent of this team. That's a, that's a straight line I can draw. Okay, so, and I would agree with you most of the time, but how about you're not 100% positive about the talent of this team relative to the competition you're going to face this year? You may well, have a confidence matter? that says, we're really pretty good, but I don't know if we're good enough. Then what does it matter? What the hell that's the different than, are? That's different than, well, that's, <laughs> that's different than, I just don't think this team is very good. Well, it's just, no, it is, but it's not much different. It's uh, different, I'll, I'll grant you, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's that different. See, I believe in the talent of this team. Well, I think all of this, what underlies most, what most people listening to this are thinking is, well, they were number one for so long, I really, I bought into them as the top team in the West. Or, I didn't buy into them as the top team in the West, but my family and friends and coworkers all did, and it's all I've been hearing, and I can't wait to see how this plays out, but even though I'm pretty sure they're going to lose. It's not buying into whether they're the best in the West, it's buying into whether they're a great team. The standings don't matter that much when the playoffs start, when you're going up against that particular opponent. Yeah, the nature of the playoffs really changes the nature of preparation and the nature of these games. You're, you're so much better prepared in the playoffs. This is, uh, this is it, it wasn't a new thought when Stockton was putting, you know, Stockton didn't like to tell you much about anything because he was afraid he was giving away an edge. That kind of underlied everything he did. But he would tell you, don't, don't look at how we matched up a team in the regular season. It doesn't matter who won two out of three or three out of four, but back then four out of five or whatever. The preparation's different. Somebody's traveling and somebody's back-to-back and you didn't get to watch that much video. And after In a two-week series, you don't have very many days in before you know everybody's plays and they know all of yours and the game's really different. So the game, the game will be really different. It always is different. It's just the way yeah, it, it is. It comes down to do you believe in their talent? And I believe they believe in their talent, which is the most important thing. <laughs> and do they... Do they play to the level of that talent? Because if they play at the level of that talent, they're going to be a tough out. Are they going to win it all? I don't know. Probably wouldn't bet on it, but I'm not going to discount it either. Why why, why would I discount it? It's hard to bet against the Jazz or pick against the Jazz when they're shooting the three with confidence and shooting it well. We have seen them just annihilate teams, and that will happen to playoffs. So the question becomes, well, how often can you do that? You got to do it four times in two weeks, and you got to win four out of seven. And the people who are picking against him just don't think they're going to be able to sustain that shooting against the best defenses in the league. And Locke's going to come in and tell us in 15 minutes they can do it against the Lakers if they're in transition, but are they going to be able to do it the Lakers if they're locked down in a half court? You know, those those small things matter, and those are the little things Quinn keeps talking about. 
when he says we got to be playing I our best ball. I think they can because I believe in their talent. That's the bottom line for me. Others can think differently, but I believe in their talent. David Locke is coming up in about 15, 20 minutes right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Coming up next, your evaluations of the first round of the draft and the prospects of Aaron Rodgers being tr- traded or not. We will get to that coming up. Stay with us.